I want to sure. say this. I do hear lightning and thunder in the background, but I say if it comes while we're talking, it's some sort of meant to be thing. Us. We'll so knock on what? We'll keep it. <laughs> Us. How's that sound? I love it. And even though we don't have a guest today, we are most certainly not alone. This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to our celebration of 100 episodes in the can. (laughs) I think that's movie speak for done, don't you guys? I think you're right. And as usual, that's Sensei Michelle, the woman who forgets to introduce herself. (laughs) And I'm Sensei Jackie. Are you here, Landon? (laughs) I am here and excited to celebrate 100 episodes with a few thoughts. Did you guys realize that we are just a few episodes shy of our two-year anniversary? But it went so fast. It's all very exciting. And even though we don't have a guest today, we are most certainly not alone. That's right. We're using this episode to check back in with some guests we've had, and we're going to ask them a question that is on every test given by my teacher and a question that I still use on my tests today. Us. And if you watched our recent YouTube video, you heard us talk a little bit about the question. So please say the question already. You do it. Okay. The question is, why do you study karate? Or why do you study karate? It's a great question. Once a long time ago, I read where a man said that real greatness lies in being able to do something old in a new way. And I'm reminded of it here because in order to stay in training, you constantly have to reevaluate your purpose and your reasons do change as the uh, years go by. That's for yes, sure. they do, Sensei. And we talked about that on the YouTube. Yeah, we did. 100% the reason I train in karate today is because it centers me. Yes. When I walk in the dojo, I'm a fettered mess. And when I come out, I'm back to center again. It's heavenly. <laughs> I think I train because... It keeps me strong internally, externally. It gives me the ability to face the world Mm. any way it it hits me in the face. Great answer, Sensei Jackie. Let's get started. We're starting with Sensei Randy. He's been on a lot and here he is. Okay, so the question we're asking people is, why do you study in karate? One of the main reasons I study karate I originally started to build self-confidence and it continues to do that to this day because when I trained as a kid and it was all the kid reasons, but then I quit and came back as an adult. And as an adult, I had trouble making friends. I had trouble really just socializing and getting getting out there. And karate really helped me build that confidence. It helped me get out there, helped me build a chi line. Um, it made it easier for a lot of my classes, like in speech, because I didn't have a quiet voice because of karate. That's nice. That's a really good thing to think about. I appreciate you taking the time and sharing. Thank you. Thank you, Sensei. Well, Sensei Randy, you really did something that I loved, and you went deep inside to tell us who you are and what you think about. I never considered the question the way you did, and I, I just feel that some of our listeners or many of our listeners are going to be able to relate to exactly what you're saying. Agreed. Uh, Confidence is one of the big things that comes from being a karate person. For sure, for sure. Master Collegian used to say it teaches the hyped up person patience, a softer side, and it teaches the quieter person the confidence to be more boisterous. And I think that Randy did a good job of of giving us an example of that. Thanks, dude. All right. We 
where do we head from here? Oh, cool. We're going to Miss Camila and Sensei Yoli. Awesome. Let's see what they had to say. Okay. The question I'm posing is this. Why do you train? And Camila, I'd like to start with you. I like to train because, well, it's really good to know how to defend yourself in a serious situation or if you're just play fighting with your friends. It's always important to know how to block and defend yourself. That is such a good thing to say. <laughs> I didn't expect the play, but I absolutely love it. Right, Miss Yoli? Uh, sensei. <laughs> okay. Try to beat that one, woman. <laughs> it's going to be tough. <laughs> I'm telling you. Thank goodness it's not a competition. No. So I think in this season of my life, I train to help create balance in my life. Um, knowing when to block soft and knowing when to hit hard is important. You went down the virtue road. I love that too. Way to go. So now I'm going to be a grown up and say, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for having us, Sensei. Thank you. My pleasure. Before we talk about them, can I say real quick, we've got a little rain in the background, but it sounds pretty on our end. So we hope it's a nice melodic noise <laughs> in the background for our audience. Uh, sensei. And Camila, that was a great response. I really liked what you said. And Sensei Yoli, uh, I liked how you included in this season of your life, because karate does change and the meaning of what karate is for you is not the same as any other person. Absolutely. So therefore, it's a martial art for all seasons. Ooh, she uh, went poetic on us. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to the certificate where Master Collegian always likes to write, it is expected that this person yes. will continue to grow and change in the way of karate, right? Us. Yes. So way to grow and change, <laughs> Sensei Yoli. See how I did a little way to go pun there? Or you missed it. It I just it. wasn't that funny? No, okay. it was funny. It was, really, it was really good. Fine. That takes us on to our next set of guests. Oh, good. Thunder. The thunder agrees. So I'm going to be saved by Sensei Sam and Sensei Tracy. And I say them in that order because Sensei Sam will answer before Sensei Tracy. I don't want you to get their voices confused. <laughs> okay, Sensei. Here it is. And the question is, why do you train? Who wants to start? I guess I will because my okay. mom just mentioned me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I've been training since I was three years old. My mom was doing martial arts since I was in her womb. And I just never stopped, I guess. There, there was a time where I was like 13 and I, I stopped going to the dojo. But um, I just, I picked it right back up. And then my life changed for the better. And I think that's probably what solidified it. After I quit and came back, I was like, oh, okay, this is something that I need in my life. And if I don't have it, my life gets significantly worse, it feels like. I could see a huge difference in confidence. I could see a huge difference in levels of happiness. So I just kept that in mind and have been training ever since. And also, I'm a super competitive person. So whatever I do, I kind of want to be the best that I can be at that thing. So with martial arts, I just want to keep learning and getting better. Whatever martial art system it is, I want to do the best ability that I can to master it. I can totally relate to everything you said, except for the part about being in karate when you're very, very young. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Sensei Tracy, what are you thinking? For me, um, when I was young and I started karate, it was because I thought this is something I can't do. And then 
you, Sensei Michelle, encouraged me to come and give it a try. And I did. And I found out I can do this. And I just fell in love with it. And it's like when you love someone and are not in your life, if you miss it for a few weeks, then you're missing that person. Well, you're missing karate in the same way. And karate, it reminds me that I can be better. So every time I walk into a dojo, I'm reminded that I can do better. I can be better. And it's, it's about me to me. It's not about me to other people. Um, I can look certainly at another practitioner and go, oh man, I just love their cat stance and I want to be able to make my cat stance look better. It, it's motivational for me in that respect. But um, at the end of the day, it's about me just knowing that I can be better if, if I'm in the dojo. And also being in the dojo reminds me to be aware in everyday life, not just aware for safety, but also aware of how I'm talking to people, how I'm reacting and putting the, the things I've learned in karate into practice and an everyday basis. Excellent. And I want to thank you both for being here. Absolutely. Thank you. Us, for sure. Okay, that was fun. Us. Us. Sensei Sam and Sensei Tracy are great whenever we have them on. Us. Always a great guest. I love Sensei Tracy's line where she said, when you're out of the dojo for a certain amount of time, you miss it like you miss a friend. Us. I love that line. Us. Sensei Sam mentioned the confidence like Sensei Randy did. Us. But he also mentioned a level of happiness, which I love. Us for sure. And I love that they both mentioned the, uh, the part about after you've been out of the dojo and you come back, mm-hmm. how you just feel so good that you're back. It is like an old friend that it welcomes so you. Is. So uh, I think what we're secretly trying to do here is encourage you, if you haven't ever been to a dojo or you've been out of a dojo for a long time, go try one out. But make sure you find one where the people are nice. It's nice to be competitive. There's nothing wrong with that vis-a-vis what Sensei Sam said. Us. But you also want someone who is in your best interest. Us. Right? Makes you feel welcome. Us. I, at my camp, there's part of the song that says, if it's been 10 months or it's been 10 years since you stood on the shores of the lake, it's not too late to start again. And I think that that kind of ties into what we're talking about. Nice. With that, we are moving on to Sensei Andrew and Sensei Sherry. Uh-huh. And they checked in from up in New York. So why do you train? Go ahead, Sensei Sherry. Thank you, Sensei. (laughs) So I train so I can teach better and know the inner karate better to see their eyes light up and go, oh, I get it, especially with the children. It is an amazing process. You have to agree with that, Sensei Andrew. Oh, absolutely. So, of course, I feel the same way about the teaching aspect. I train so that I stay on top of what I want to pass along. Really the same reason Sensei Sherry has. From a personal level, I train because of the artistic nature of karate, the artistic expression that I can express through karate, similar to how I have an artistic expression with my music. I also really enjoy the technical aspect of you know self-defense and how things work and how body motions work, basically how to fight better. And that translates, of course, as you well know, from the physical to the mental. We're always practicing karate, whether we're in physical confrontation or a verbal exchange with somebody and you're trying to control the the situation. So anyway, lots of aspects. But basically, it comes down to the artistic and the technical is what interests me the most. The reason I train, I talked about the teaching aspect earlier is how to be aware of everything. All of my senses become more acute, which is important. The world is not a safe place. So. Oh, 
No, and that has always been true. And I want to thank you both for being here. I loved it. Enjoyed being part of it. Cool, right? What I love about Sensei Andrew and Sensei Sherry talking to us from way up north in northern New York is that they brought the dojo with them. They train wherever they are. They express themselves in the cold Northland or down here in rainy, at the moment, South Florida. And they bring the tenets of training in their hearts wherever they go. You can just hear the passion in their voices. Us. I, I'm so appreciative, um, senseis, both of you, for talking about the artistic expression. Us. Because that is, it, it really is a way to express yourself. I like that they brought that up. Yes. And this is an opportunity for me to say, if you do kata or you've never done kata before and you might in your future, what a wonderful way to draw up your fighting spirit, which is Us. also like your never say die spirit or your tenacity. If you go back to our tea episode where we talked about tenacity Us. and I, I just think you can't beat that for giving a person power. Us. Internal and external. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. So thanks for that, guys. Awesome. Yes. And I, I can't leave without saying how much we all love teaching, especially kids. Thanks, Sensei Sherry. Yes. Okay. And now we're down to our last two guests of this episode. The first one is Hanshi T.D. McKinnon. And you met him through our interview with him from Tasmania. Here he is. And, and the question I'm posing to you, Hanshi, is why do you train? Why do I study karate yeah exactly that's the question yeah that is the question Uh, i could i could cut straight to the chase and say that that i'm a karateka a student of karate uh, and therefore that is what a karateka does study karate i could also say that karate do is my way of life and and that is why i I study karate i've been a buddhika a student of the arts of war for most of my life what i found was that the more I was prepared uh, for the conflict, the less it was likely to occur. By the early 1970s, when I began my classical martial arts training, my in-depth study of karate began in earnest. My philosophical base was already, the more prepared you are for conflict, the less likely you, you are to encounter it. Karate Do became the way that I lived my life. Having been a, a lifelong buddhika, um, becoming a karateka was a no-brainer. I think. The secret to always being a karateka, a student of karate, is to always study with shoshin, the beginner's mind, and then eventually walk through life with fudoshin, a mind that has met all the challenges in life and has attained a state of complete composure and fearlessness. And I don't think it's ever done and dusted. I don't think it's ever, you know, over. I think we're always working on it. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to thank you for taking your time to do this. And I do so enjoy talking to you. And of course, we'll have you back on the show after your book comes out. Thank you very much. I love that we're getting all this lightning at the end of T.D. McKinnon's interview. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Quite the punctuation mark. I'm not sure where I want to start. I think I'll start with that. I'm intrigued with the internal external balance that he brought up and a couple of other people have brought it up as well as we've traveled, right? Yes. Yes. What I really liked is how he made the comparison from being a warrior, but also being a karateka. Nice. Um, And I I think that was a really, really, really nice connection to make. 
as well as the mind of the beginner. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't walk into the dojo every day with the mind of a beginner. Or one might say the empty cup. Yes, exactly. Is that the Zen cone? Am I saying that correctly? Yes, you are. Yay! Yes, then then we are the person who cannot learn, the person who thinks they already know. You got to look up the story if you don't know it. It's awesome in a very short read. Yes, Sensei. I'm going to finish this section by saying he reminded me when he said, I'm a karateka and karate is my way of life, of Gichin Funakoshi's book, Karatido, My Way of Life. That's right. Yes. And we did an episode on Gichin Funakoshi. We sure did. Excellent book. Excellent read. Perfect for the end of summer. And it takes us to another lifelong karateka, which ka just means practitioner. And another interview, Sifu, Rob Jones, from the UK, Coventry, in case you're aware of that area of the world. Yes. And here it is. Why do you study martial arts? Right. Over time, after uh, being bullied at school, I uh, had to do something because I couldn't go through life putting up with that. So over time, I began to feel that I wanted to find myself via through self-discipline to be as one with instinctive martial arts feelings and get to know a different me through the meditation process. That is when I found myself in one form that I am today. You see, some very strange things happen when you're meditating, that's for sure, because if you start meditating for the first time, you're in uncharted territory. So you don't know what to expect from it. You don't know how to get there, and you don't know what you're getting. So with myself, I had daunting barriers and dragons to fight to break through to find myself. And that took absolutely years. The only thing that I say on the podcast as often as I say how important self-control is, is how useful meditation is. It's an enrichment of the mind. We'll put it like that. I like that. For most of the old timers that I speak to, we, we all came to karate with one thought, and now here, all these years later, it's a more advanced, a more well-rounded thought. Oh, and it's got bigger and bigger all the time. All the time. Thank you so much for doing this. You're more than welcome. Anytime. It was so nice to hear from Sifu Rob Jones. His perspective on things is just so, so amazing. And the way that he presents it is awesome and dynamic. And I have to think every time I hear you speak, Sifu, I wish I could be in your class. You're so alive Mm -hmm. that by the end of the class, I'm sure that I would just be enchanted by everything that went on. And I want to thank him for bringing up meditation. Yes. Us. Because the three of us sitting here really do know two things. One, boy, is it useful. To say the least. And two, it's a lot like training in that, you know how when we're talking to our friends, we'll be like, oh, I'm too lazy to get off the couch and go to class today. And then when you go, you're so happy you went. Yes. Exactly the same thing with meditation. So true. You put it off and you put it off and then you wonder why everything's out of kilter and things aren't going smooth. And then you take a few minutes to bring yourself back to center. We have a short on meditation, folks. We do. And it's way early on in our podcasts. We did a five-minute episode on meditation just to get you started. I didn't think we needed 20 minutes because you can find meditation apps everywhere now. So if you would like some help, just click on one of them. Us. I don't think one is superior to the other. I've listened to a few of them, and they're all pretty much the same. 
they said the same thing. And so try one of them. You'll feel better. And basically it's calm your busy mind. Uh, yeah, that's what it's trying no to matter, get you to do. Us, no matter what or when. I think it's the mind that Sensei you refer to as the raging toddler. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Lots of intelligence, very little uh, control over it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so the first and most important thing I want to do is mention how much fun it was to hear all of our old friends' voices. Uh, so to them, thank you. A hundred times over, thank you for for, taking your time. For coming over the past 100 episodes in in two years. Yes. I can't stop smiling. Yes. I also want to say to our audience, want to tell us why you were in karate? Want to be a guest on the show? Want to give us an idea for a show? Any of the above, just reach out to us. But if you want to tell us why you love karate, you could also make your own little video for us or your own little audio for us. We'll post your video on our YouTube page and we'll share your audio in a listener mail moment. Uh, So I'm going to tell you all how you can get in touch, even though I hope that you should know a hundred episodes later, because I'm saying it in my sleep now. (laughs) Um, uh, You can contact us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Our webpage is wildcatdojo.com. We're on Instagram at Wildcat Dojo Conversations, and you can send us an email at dojoconversations at AOL.com. And just to remind you, dojo spelled D-O-J-O. And I'm going to ask our audience to take a minute to look up the app called Listenable. Yes. I put a course on Listenable on self-defense. We talk about a lot of things in there. It's for people who train. It's for people who don't train. It's for young people. It's for all age people. And just go ahead and take a listen. You know, you can get seven days free with Listenable and listen to that course and then see if you want to sign up for more courses on them. That's right. We have one more thing to do before we close out our 100. We should do 100 drum rolls. Okay, okay. They've already got thunder and lightning in their ears. Okay, what is it? Honor Athletics, of course. All right, I'll start us out. Our sponsor has been with us since about episode seven or eight. I really appreciate it, Cynthia. Thank you. You can text or call Cynthia at 770-945-5150. And you can visit them online on ourathletics.com. And of course, don't forget to say Wildcat Dojo on checkout to get your 10% discount. Thanks to all of you for checking in with her. And on that, we don't even have cake here to celebrate our 100th (laughs) episode. Let's pretend we do, and let's make a wish for 100 more. You ready? I'm ready. And done. That was awesome. Us. And on behalf of Sensei Jackie and I, I want to thank Sensei for all of your hard work that you put in. you're so sweet. It's been a fun journey. It's going right back to you, because I appreciate you. It it is some, some consistency. Us, and I hope for 100 more. Me too. Me too. I'm really hopeful. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you next week. So start my goodbyes. Bye, everyone. It's been a fun 100. Bye, everybody. See you next week again. And on that note, I'm going to sign off. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.